It's not a matter of if, but when. Life hits you with the unexpected, the hard things. You may bend, but you won't break. There is a fire within you that won't let you give up. And I'm coming to fuel that fire. You're listening to Living a Resilient Life with your host, Coach D. Hello, it's been a minute, y'all. So I wanted to say welcome to the new and faithful listeners. This podcast has given me the opportunity to connect with so many of you outside of my therapy practice. And I just want to say that I am grateful for each one of you that rate and review and give feedback about the topics that impact you so that we can discuss in these episodes. So from my heart, Thank you. Okay, so down to business. (laughs) I wanted to start our second season focused on one of the pillars of resilience, which is relationships. And I mean, it just fits, especially when right about now there is heavy emphasis on showing love and celebrating relationships, especially the ones you have with other people. But the relationship that we're going to be discussing today is the relationship you have with yourself. And let me tell you, as a therapist, one of the primary themes that come up usually in the first session, sometimes the second, is how someone doesn't feel in sync with themselves anymore. And of course, that leads to further discussion on how that person has stopped working on building a healthy relationship with themselves. And now they're starting to see the impact and how it's affecting the relationships they have with other people. Now, let's just put this out here. The problem isn't getting out of sync with yourself or how we get out of sync with ourselves because it happens. The problem starts when we consistently or we feel constantly disconnected from our own satisfaction, hopes, and desires. And can we be honest? That's a lonely place to be. Feeling stuck in a dark cycle of negative thoughts about you and your perception of your quality of life as it is. And it's in that place that it can be very easy to want to give up. We start comparing our shortcomings to other people's successes. And we we can also be very easy to self-sabotage in this place. But here's the plot twist. And then you decided that there's more to you than what is on the surface. And you decide to dig deep. Okay, story time. Story time. I got to interrupt. <laughs> I remember about 10 years back when I was fed up with my weight. My confidence was low. I felt tired, no energy. I mean, just sick of me. You know how we get sometimes. And I feel like I've gotten into that cycle a couple of more times since 10 years from now. But we're going to go with this, this memory from 10 years ago. But it was at that time I remember that I decided to do the insanity workouts. Now, if you're not familiar with these workouts, they are basically high intensity 60 minute workouts and there's no progressive build. It's just intense, the the whole 20 minutes. Now listen, 
Don't ask me what I was thinking at the time. I went from zero to a hundred. Okay, I know it's the extremist in me and I can call it out. But I remember being in my living room, exhausted, sweating. I think I, well, not even think, I know I had some tears and wanting to just quit. And I remember in the workouts, the trainer would say, just dig deep, dig deep. And I held on to those words as a reminder that there was something else underneath that exhaustion and that frustration, but I just had to keep digging to get to it. And you know what? I did. And I would reach the part of me that would say, girl, you got this. It's hard, but it's worth it. You will finish. You're built for this. And you know what happened? I would keep going. The things I did would start to align with my core values. And that's the first point that I want to make with building a healthy relationship with yourself is you have to dig deep to your core. Ask yourself, when was the last time you thought about your core values and beliefs right now? Like, what is important to you? Is it showing up for yourself even when you don't feel like it? Is it prioritizing your mental or emotional or physical health? Is it having quality time with your family? Some of my core beliefs right now are that I don't have to prove my value. All things are working together for my good. Listen, that is that has been with me for a minute. No matter if it feels good, my belief is that all things are working together for my good. Okay, sorry, let me bring it back. I got a little excited there. I felt that. But if you haven't done this in a while, I encourage you to spend some intentional time writing out your core values and beliefs. This becomes the grounding place or what I like to call that point of reference for when we go about our day-to-day, we can ask ourselves, am I doing things that align with my core values and beliefs? Sometimes we can tell when we're out of alignment with ourselves when we're not doing things that align with our core values and beliefs. You know why? Because we're easily frustrated. We're easily irritated. We have some resentment. We don't want to. We have some resistance. And that is a sure indicator that what we're doing or what we're attempting to do may not actually be aligned with our core values and beliefs. So this is very important to know for yourself as to have as a reference point. Now, let's be honest. Some of us need to make some brand new values and beliefs about ourselves because we have formed attachments to unhealthy versions of us. I mean, it's good to check in sometimes and sometimes we have to make some adjustments and some values and and beliefs, they may be outdated. They may not even align with the person that you are right now. And so it's okay to go ahead and put a line through it, scratch it out and create something new. Now, if you have some challenges with this, can be difficult. I do encourage you to find a therapist that can support you and help you with this. Now, another tool that I have found to be helpful with building a healthy relationship with yourself is solitude. Now, let's be clear. Solitude is not isolation. Now, there's a difference. 
Solitude is sacred. Isolation can be destructive. Sometimes we can have too many perspectives, opinions, and everything else going on in our heads that gives us a clouded vision and judgment. And if you think of it like this, it's hard to hear yourself if you're surrounded by a lot of noise. And I think that's where solitude becomes intentional because it is used to clear out the excess chatter so that you can hear your own thoughts more clearly so that you can spend some time with you. And the older I get, you know what, the more I appreciate the peace that comes with spending time with myself, doing the things that I enjoy without feedback from somebody else or the opinions of somebody else, just really enjoying that quality time with myself. And it's in those moments where I'm actually able to reflect and get to know me, you know, and one part of building a relationship with somebody is spending quality time with that person. And so when you think about building a healthy relationship with yourself, well, you got to spend some quality time. And I think that's found in solitude where we spend quality, intentional time with ourselves for the sake of building building yourself up. And that is sacred. Now for my extroverts, this may not be the tool for you and that's okay. I love (laughs) y'all. You know, I believe that it's in those sacred moments that we spend with ourselves that we also allow ourselves to build trust. Y'all trust is so delicate and it takes so much time to build. A lack of trust is an indicator to me that I'm not in sync with myself, my values, or even my beliefs. Now, for me, I already know when it's a lack of trust because when I start hesitating, when I start doubting my abilities, when I start getting all in my head about making the right decision or leaning on somebody else to make a decision for me, I have come to be self-aware and recognize that my trust meter in that moment is low and I need to take a step back and evaluate. And honestly, when I think about a healthy relationship, trust is definitely in my top three characteristics. What about you? But you know what? We have to give ourselves the opportunity to trust. Now, this may just be me, but sometimes I don't even give myself the opportunity to practice building trust. And I have to intentionally remind myself to run it back, try it again. And that's okay. I see you, Grace, popping into this episode like that. (laughs) And you know what? I hope for someone listening, if you feel like you have been neglecting your relationship with yourself lately, whether that's a little or a lot, I hope you show yourself a little grace and then get get back to reconnecting with yourself because you deserve that. As we are midway through this first quarter of a new year, you know, for some, the momentum of starting something new may be wearing off some. For others, it may just be picking up. But I want you to take the time and really focus on the relationship that is important, and that is the relationship with yourself. You don't have to compromise the rebuilding a relationship with yourself just to meet the needs or expectations of somebody else. 
Because in order to be, to build healthy relationships with other people, you have to first start with building a healthy relationship with yourself. 